in a crude laboratory in the basement of his home. Welcome to the CEO Raider Podcast. It's your host, John Mayetta. Episode 80, coming to you live and in color. Actually, we're not coming to you live, nor are we coming to you in color. Had my five-year-old niece this morning helping out on the podcast. She's now a subscriber. If you're not a subscriber, please do so. If you like what you hear, please leave us a review on iTunes. We're available on iTunes and across all Android platforms. Uber. So Uber still negotiating their deal with SoftBank. SoftBank wants to put in $10 billion-ish, a billion or so at uh, the most recent valuation, which was $69, 70000000000 billion, and then the balance at a haircut valuation, apparently somewhere around $50 billion. So $50 billion, and the numbers I saw implied that U- Uber is sort of at a $7.5 billion revenue run rate for 2017, for calendar 17. So that would imply roughly a seven times revenue multiple, which to me just, it feels kind of rich, right? You want to know what Uber's worth? Take it public today. And I tell you what, if they don't get this deal done with SoftBank, it's going to be really hard to get a deal done with somebody else. Everybody's watching this deal. If this deal doesn't get done, in order for early investors to get out, they may have to force an IPO. And in that process, force some governance on, on the board, which is still a hang up on the SoftBank deal. Recall that Travis Kalanick, he wanted, um, or he didn't want, he he did exercise some leverage that he has, some of which current shareholders in SoftBank want to negotiate away. If you remember, he he placed John Thane and Ursula Burns on the board without telling his fellow board members or his new CEO a number of weeks ago. John Thane, of course, longtime Goldman Sachs employee, was a disaster at Merrill not the most forward-thinking CEO when he was at the New York Stock Exchange. Didn't really hit it out of the park while at CIT. And Ursula Burns, I would say she was an unmitigated disaster while at Xerox. Didn't exactly position that company for the future. Then Kalanick placed them both on the board with one fell swoop. So if, if Uber's not able to negotiate this deal with SoftBank, I think it's going to be hard to get a deal done with another strategic investor, another private equity firm, another partner. Any such deal would be at a discount to this deal. And I think an IBO, an IPO would be at a discount to the $50 billion. Seven and a half times revenue for, for Uber in the space that has Didi in China, that has Lyft, that has other competition coming in the form of autonomous driving. We've talked about Waymo. Waymo has self-driving cars on the road in Phoenix. Apple's pushing into the space. So with Uber, you're behind the curve on the autonomous driving initiative. If you get all this other non-operational stuff going on, you know, the, the, the deal, and then the, sort of the day-to-day operations are a mess from a cultural standpoint, which can be repaired, but it's just a lot to chew on at once. You know, if you look at Facebook, so Facebook really doesn't have competition as far as social media platforms go. Twitter is also ran. Google Plus is basically dead. Snap is dying. Instagram killed it, which is part of Facebook, if you'll remember. So Facebook, rough numbers, $520 billion cap. That's not an enterprise value figure. That's just straight market cap. Running at sort of a $40 billion revenue run rate for this calendar year. So they're at a 13 times valuation of revenue multiple. Best in class, clear leader, dominant leader, highly profitable. The free cash flow is roughly 60 percent just north of 60 percent of 
of revenue. So get a 60% plus free cash flow margin. And Uber is sort of burning cash. They're right around break even. Based on what I've read, nothing's reported. So I think $50 billion is generous as far as SoftBank goes. So would Uber find a way to get that deal done? Find a way, Travis Kalanick. Acquiesce a little bit of power. Take a little bit of your stake off the table at the $50 billion valuation. Because if you have to IPO, if that's going to be the next financial transaction, my guess would be it's going to be well south of $50 billion. I just think it's going to be a tough, a tough deal to get done. You could take it public, but I just think it would be a, it would be a painful process. Other news I saw today that was interesting. William Sonoma acquired an augmented reality company for $112 million, a company called Outward, based down in San Jose. And so I just think this is where retail is going. There's a company called Magic Leap. You can find them on the CEO Rater platform. You can go to their website. I'll include links to both in the, uh, in the show notes. But if you're selling home goods, I was just having this conversation with my brother. He used to work for a, um, a small privately held company. I want to say roughly 300 employees sold, uh, I won't say which, but they sold stemware into the market. So wine glasses, flatware, this type of thing, flatware and stemware. And they've got sort of, the, the line I used to my brother was that, you know, retailers who want to excrete Willie Loman styled analog salespeople who drag their product portfolio behind them in a canvas bag aren't long for this world. If you've got other retailers showing their wares in high def 3D augmented reality, virtual reality, you don't need to have feet on the street to, to, to some degree. You, you do. I mean, it's not going to go from black to white overnight. But the, the, the shift from salespeople pounding the pavement with tangible goods in tow to augmented reality it's going to happen fast. And if you're not at least thinking about it and experimenting with it, as we talked, as we talked about in the past, the, the importance of experimentation in technology businesses, because every business today is a technology business, whether you think of yourselves that way or not. You just, you're not going to be long for this world. You know, Amazon was rumored to get into uh, the grocery business in a, in a larger way for a number of years. This was even after Amazon Pantry. And the, and the grocers just sort of blew it off. That'll never happen. If they do it, it'll, you know, Walmart's still around. If they come into our space, well, and what happened? Buy Whole Foods, make a big push, market caps of the grocery companies get cut by a third overnight. It's just, it's, it's arrogant. It's lazy. I can't stand that type of thinking. Public company, private company or not, I don't, I don't care. It's just it's a intellectually lazy approach, and I hope you get buried if that's your approach. I hope you get buried, and I hope your best employees have the sense to move prior to you getting buried. Or if they're if they're loyal and they stick around and they get buried and go down with you, with you know, I, I hope they you know next day they're at the competitor who is smart to experiment and embrace the future. Because your arrogance in your intellectually lazy approach CEOs and boards impacts more than just you it impacts your employees it impacts your, impacts your shareholders so the status quo is not an option the status quo is not an option the event that you thought was a black swan event is probably not a black swan event and it's probably right around the corner
And if that one doesn't get you, the one that's right around the corner, the next one's going to get you. And you will be disrupted. And if it's not by Amazon, it's going to come from below, from an upstart that you never heard of. It's going to be here today and 12 months from now, they're going to have a third of your customer base. Because they were hungry, they were nimble, they were curious, they experimented. You don't need to have 10 billion of net capital on the balance sheet in order to experiment these days. Like I said the other day, you can run experiments, pretty sophisticated experiments for single-digit thousands. Ultra-sophisticated experiments if you run a, an experimentation line in your P&L that runs at a couple million bucks a year. It, it, it doesn't take much. So that's my piece for today. Hope you all enjoy the weekend. Speak with you soon. Be well.